Welcome to Sorry If I Spit When I Speak. Today we're going to be talking about the future of the quarterback situation in Cincinnati. As always, I am joined by the great John Sheeran and the electric OG Smoke. I like that, I like that. Yeah, I'm going to get a little electric today because I have a lot to say about this. Yes, but situation. Yes, well, we all know that Zach Taylor has been very high on Andy Dalton. I mean, oh we my like... gosh, oh my god, you you're going to start out with a with a with a with a smoke bomb like that? You're going to start out dropping a, a stinky doogie like that on on our on our show? You don't you don't you can't see what's going on with with Zach Taylor. He's getting rid of Andy. You can't well, Listen, listen. Well, I make a promise on this show right now. Listen to me, everybody. I make a promise right now. One of two things happens. Number one, Andy Dalton is stays on the team, but whoever is the backup is the real QB. He's going to leave him there for six months, give Andy Dalton a chance to fail, and then replace him. Number two, two, no Andy Dalton. He'll be gone by the time the season starts, and we'll have a new starter. And here is... You say, what, what is your proof? OG, you're always saying stuff, you're not giving us proof. Well, I have proof. Look at what Zach has been saying in the media. What's the one thing that he's been pointing out as a big change in the way the Bengals' offense is going to be run? Huh? Anybody? I wait. Uh, please tell us. Because I'm Ross. Know. Ross. He says, we're going to be using Ross a lot. And everybody like, who's Like anybody, Ross and friends? No, I wish, man. That guy, that, I love that guy's smile and, and charm. Yeah, I love the worst character. Kind of the show. But no, John. He's like the John Ross of, of Friends characters. Yeah, he is. But look, I'm talking about John Ross. I'm talking about the fast John Ross, whom uh, Andy Dalton cannot uh, uh, use. You know, uh, I have some stats here about Andy Dalton's absolute failures in trying to get the ball to Ross. He just doesn't get the ball downfield. And everybody knows that. So. It's pretty clear to me that when he says we're going to go in a direction where we're going to use Ross a lot, what he means is we're going to go in a direction where Andy Dalton will not be delivering the ball to Ross. It's pretty obvious, isn't it? I wish you were here for a Ross discussion because you probably could have provided some good insight with that. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. So uh, I guess what uh, OG is talking about is stats like this. Oh, man. It's a lot of data. Oh, wait. I compiled that. That's mine. Yeah, yeah my that data. is very, very impressive. These are the people John, from John Sheeran Analytics have put this together for us. Yeah, and really, John, what he's doing, it completely refutes what Hoji is saying because it proves that Andy Dalton is one of the top 10 Bengals quarterbacks ever. He easily, is easily. Easily. And How many quarterbacks is, have we had ever? Well, just listen. He is 0.22 points ahead of Jeff Blake. Okay. Uh, and Jeff Blake was a god. Well, I mean, to some, to he some. was a good quarterback, he and he he is well ahead of John Kitna. You know, Daddy, should we should we explain what these numbers mean to to the fans? I think I, I think, think we should. I think we should explain it to the host as well because I have no yeah, idea. It's really interesting, actually. Yeah, yeah, John. It's very interesting when you, when you f- figure out the context bits. So, ProFootballReference.com, yeah. they have this. They have these metrics where they. Basically, compare quarterbacks of all eras and put and put their completion percentage, 
yards per attempt, touchdown percentage. You, you can see all the stats on paper. And they put in with one uniform number. So instead of like the raw percentage, like 65% completion percentage, it gives them a raw number to equally compare from era to era. So you can see how well someone was like, completing the ball in 1970 compared to how well someone did in 1990. Because as we all know, passing efficiency in the NFL has skyrocketed at least over the past 15 years, but especially looking from 2019 to like 1978, the game is completely different on, on paper at least. So these numbers give us a, a certain gauge of how well quarterbacks are spanning across eras. And what, what we see here is that the higher number is obviously better and a hundred is generally about average. I think that's, that's what they use. So when looking at Andy Dalton highlighted, this is the six quarterbacks in Bengals history with at least 1,000 attempts. And all across the board, Andy Dalton averaged a 101.78 score. Now, that average is basically my work. It's not that, that those averages, you can't find them on the website. They just have like the numbers for pass rating, stack percentage, all that stuff. But I wanted to see, you know, if we, if we basically tallied up all these totals and took the average across all of them, how would Dalton compare to other Bengals quarterbacks in history? So obviously, Ken Anderson, Boomer Sison, they're at the top, and we all pretty much knew that. Carson Palmer, who you know obviously played right before Andy, he was still better than him in, in most key areas. And then Dalton landed right next to Jeff Blake, and the only big differences with that was that Blake was a little bit worse at taking sacks, but Blake was also uh, a lot better at, at protecting the ball in terms of interception percentage. And what we all remember from the Jeff Blake era was that there was barely an offensive line in front of him. And obviously interceptions were a, a, a lot more frequently around quarterbacks. And he was very good at taking care of the ball. And just from a physical standpoint, comparing Dalton to Palmer, who was a first overall pick Blake, who had a cannon of an arm, a Sison who had a generational arm of his own and Ken Anderson, who was widely regarded as one of the most accurate quarterbacks of all time, just in Bengals history, Dalton is still basically mentally an average. And then when we compare him to his peers, now we're looking at the 23 quarterbacks, from the start of the 2016 season who have also attempted a thousand attempts. Now this doesn't include Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson or anyone drafted um, in, in that time frame without those attempts. But even looking at just the veteran quarterbacks across the NFL landscape, Dalton is below average. I mean, he's ranks 18th yeah. out of 23 in, in the, in these era adjusted stats. And that's the important thing from a complete era adjusted perspective yes. His adjusted net yards per attempt is completely average his yeah yeah but but john you made a good point that these numbers have skyrocketed in recent years thanks in no small part to andy dalton i mean people <laughs> like him what are, are you talking him. about daddy you make less and less sense every time we have i'm saying show. i'm saying he has put up big numbers and now we have to what do you mean he has put up numbers? what do, well, i need you to explain he's broken he has... all sorts of franchise records what fra what like uh let me let me just say John, that you, you know no why why do you he's ask that? John, the most games John he's just, started, John oh yeah he, just, he he did break the games record he did break the yeah games he has started the most games yeah he, um, he's been playing for a long time great job. yeah 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 he doesn't he's only has his you know they had the most key, starts of red hair he, I think he's got that yeah I mean That's no I mean you have you have no I'm being serious John stop messing around you have Achilles <laughs> here and then you have the Dalton stump. Hold on, hold on. is attack his stump because he is invincible except for that thumb. No. Think about that. Think about if he ever played at an elite level and he had that durability, he'd be unstoppable. He has durability. The poor guy is doing fine in terms of durability. Look, he's an okay quarterback. But you know what? I'll tell you something else. Yes, he's mediocre when it comes to all the QBs we've ever had. Yes, he's on the lower end when it comes to all the QBs in the NFL. 
but he's not even all that great when you compare him to the other QBs we have on the roster. I'm talking about your Jeff Driscoll. But, okay, okay, we get, we get to Jeff Driscoll. No, 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 no. Time out. Time I see out. Jeff Driscoll right now in front of me. Release his yeah. numbers. I, I'm yeah. referring to Oh, okay, yeah. We go to I'm Jeff referring Sure, I am sure we got to yeah. I'm referring to a tweet by the one and only Joe Goodberry yeah. that, that shows that, that when, when A.J. Green was, was out of the game, uh, yeah. Dalton and Driscoll's stats were very, very similar. Driscoll was at 59.7% completion rating, Dalton at 60%. The yeah. YPA was 57 for Driscoll yeah, and 67 uh, yeah. for Dalton. The TD interception. But, but, but exactly. So look at it. Just look at this for a second. Dalton, just, just one second, uh, uh, OG. Dalton's yards per attempt, one of the best metrics for a quarterback, was one yard higher than Driscoll. And one yard higher than a third season quarterback. Modern one yard higher. You worry about yards per attempt, completion percentage. The other stats are not really that important. And then if you look at like his win-loss percentage, it's like twice what Driscoll is. Easily. Easily. So, I mean, uh, these uh, stats aren't really working to your advantage, uh, OG. I'm just so confused. Yeah. Anyway. So let's look at this one. John gave us this stat too. So look, you can see that Jeff Driscoll was significantly worse than Andy Dalton. Right, John? Right. So what, what is- this so what this means is that we look at adjusted yards per attempt, which going off of yards per attempt, it counts as touchdowns being 20 yards Interceptions is negative uh, 45 yards. Adjusted yards per attempt is like the stepping stone to adjusted net yards per attempt, which includes sack yardage. So what this this metric was originally um, compiled by Justice Mosqueda at J-U-M-O-S-K on, on J-U-M-O-S-Q on Twitter, who's obviously really big in analytics and stuff. Um, but basically, this compares adjusted yards per attempt to the average adjusted yards per attempt that their defense, that the opposing defense gives up. So what we see here, let's, let's just look at week one. So Against Indianapolis week one, Dalton had an adjusted yards per attempt of 8.5. And at the season's end, Indianapolis averaged 6.55 adjusted yards per attempt. So so the difference between those two numbers is 1.95. Dalton threw the ball 28 times in that game. So when you you multiply the attempts by the, the difference in adjusted yards per attempt, you get a total value of 55 yards. And then when you add up all of those from the season, you get a grand total of 4.81. So basically, yeah. Dalton provided an extra four point eight one yards against yeah. against the average end of a quarterback. So right. that's it. Let me let me hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. John, you remember I'm John? Out. You remember that Rams Rams Patriots Super Bowl where yeah. the Rams guy uh, stretched or the Titans? Sorry, Ra- uh, Rams Titans where the guy stretched. He was short uh, by yard. I'm sure it's by yard. Okay, so four yards could be in the difference between four. That, that's four times as right, many. Daddy, Daddy, that's four, four Super Bowls instead four of zero. Been four games with those four yards. We, yeah. We've gotten complaints from the listeners that we talk over each other. So I, I insist that every time I want to talk, everyone else be quiet. Daddy, okay. I, I, I have to tell you, I know you're having a hard time visualizing what 4.81 yards looks like. So let me tell you, when you go to Taco Bell and you get your yeah. little burrito. The area, the, the, the sauce, the hot sauce is about 4.81 yards away mm-hmm. from the, the burrito. Now, if you think about that, oh. that's like a quick, that's like a quick move your butt kind of thing. That's not, uh, that's not impressive. Okay. Listen, we all. John, can you, concur, can you corroborate that? Is, is I, this, I, I went to Taco Bell like two days ago. My hot sauce was like 4.81 inches away from my burrito, not, not, not yards. Well, see, even better. Yeah. Now, now, here's the thing. <laughs> 
I mean, we have all known, it is no secret to us that Andy Dalton is mediocre, yeah. let alone a man who was a QB coach. We just, we just told you he's 4.81 yards above average. We right. literally just you said just that. Said above average. Above so, average technically means not mediocre, John. Yeah. So you just exactly. Did it. Yeah. I, I, I see mediocre as a kind of spectrum, and on that spectrum, he's 4.81 yards away. And compared from to Driscoll, who's negative 197 yards below average, he's much better than yeah. Driscoll, at least. So, listen, I, I, I'm not saying we start Driscoll, but I'm saying imagine yourself as being Zach Taylor. You're a QB coach for the LA Rams. You know you can do better than Dalton, and he's going to do better than Dalton. He and everybody, you know what bothers me? You know, can I tell you, John, what, what? bothers me? It's that everybody th doesn't. No one sees through Zach Taylor's uh, demeanor. Listen, Zach Taylor was born in the year of the pig, according to the Chinese zodiac. Now, if you know anything, and I'm talking anything about people, I don't born like pigs. Well, I, I mean, it's not about it's not yeah. about you know your, your personal feelings about the animal. It's that the pig, the people who are, who, are, who are born in the year of the pig, they have a very friendly demeanor and an optimistic attitude. Okay, so this is the veneer of Zach Taylor. Okay. But but you should never ever and he's a he's a tourist by the way you should never ever uh, assume that Zach Taylor says what he means and means what he says okay right, he's no, trying to raise you... the price he, he's trying to raise the price on Dalton but we are not that by year's end Dalton will not be the coach I mean the QB for the Cincinnati right, right, no, Dan can you concur that Hoji used the word veneer correctly. Uh, I used it multiple times. So, the veneer. It might be out of my vocabulary. Yeah, um, I, I don't have a PhD like Hoji does. I, I have an honorary PhD from Santa Monica College. Uh, so please, you know, everybody needs to check themselves before they correct right. themselves. All right. So we want to go to some more stats here. Uh, that are uh, we showed the that one. We showed that one. That. Why don't you show the Rosen stats? So, because I'm, so, I'm so, okay. No. Well, I wouldn't get to Rosen, but you know, one thing is people say Andy Dalton is so bad in the playoffs. You know, like he's the worst playoff quarterback yeah. ever. He is. He's not though. He's he statistically. Is. I have the stats to prove that he is not. Right, John. John, this is from. He's, uh, he's not the worst. The worst this is from is... Pro Football Outsiders. Jay Schroeder. Jay Schroeder. Okay. He's the worst. He's the one we should be trashing for, Andy. Yeah. Oh. So you're you're you telling me? Hold on, stop. Yeah. You're saying he's the second worst ever, and that that's okay. Well, he's not the I'm worst. Saying, I'm saying the narrative that he's the worst is uh, is is slanderous. It's very alternative. Oh. It is alternative stats. That's what I like to call them. Yeah, alternative stats. Look at that. Where where do I go okay. with these people? Okay, so everybody can see that not the worst. No, very he's easy. not. He's the second worst ever. And you know, if okay. you look further in those, if you look <clears throat> further in those uh, alternative stats of yours, you'll see that basically his inability to throw deep cost us the, the playoff game against the Texans. Show me that stat, because it's right there. I remember I saw it in the stats. That well, they, another uh, stat. I think you're thinking of the highlight that I. Yeah, that was the playoff game where uh, I think you know maybe AJ Green didn't run fast enough and Andy Dalton's no, pass. Was, no, a a Andy yeah. Dalton. God bless his soul. He's had. I'm a just joking. Run. I love AJ Green. Obviously, it was the win. Or Andy Dalton. God bless his soul. Has had a good. That win definitely stuck starting. into the dome and the Texans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know the, they have a lot of gassy food in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> All sorts of wind. Alternative wind, John. 
alternative. Uh, how do I get the, how do I show the I wanna I wanna make it so we can show Dalton's can you see this a stats of Dalton or is it covered? I see it. You just moved it up. <sighs> yeah, so there it is. So yeah, negative thirty-four point nine, right? And um yeah, I mean look, Mark Sanchez, these are stats mean nothing. Mark Sanchez is fifth. I mean, what does that tell you? You know? Not it much. tells you that he's not fifth, much. he's not last. It tells you that Mark Sanchez will be a better job on the Bengals than Andy Dalton. I'm, I have nothing against Andy Dalton. I love Andy Dalton. He's a, he's, a, he's a humanitarian, and I wish him the best. He's had a very good run. If I got the starting QB job, I'd be grateful, and I would sit out when it was my turn to sit out. And he's going to do probably well on some other team. But you trust me, if, 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 if Zach Taylor has anything planned for the Bengals, it does not involve your Andy Dalton. Not for okay, a long time. Well, well, yeah, what? that is good transition, John. Yeah. I want to talk about Josh Rosen because, yeah, as much as I when I say, When I mention Andy Rosen, Dalton. it can't be a transition. John has to mention Rosen for it to be a transition. That's fine. I see how it goes, man. Yeah. Well, if you wanted to transition in everything that you said, OG, I mean, seriously, this show would make people's heads spin. So, All right. Yeah, so we have here a poll that was taken on Twitter and is a very effective poll. Uh, you know, 815 Bengals fans voted. That is basically the entirety of Bengals Twitter. Yeah, and you have the majority saying, 72% saying the Bengals should trade for Josh Rosen. Of course they should. Yeah, and i i'm on the josh rosen uh terrain you know i think he'd be a good successor for andy dalton you know i think uh he's still very young you know i mean he reminds me of aaron Rodgers in a lot of ways both the personality the standoffish but kind the of mustache. mustache um his touch on deep throws you know he has some really really nice touch he uh doesn't get phased by pass rush he faced no. a lot of it and he faced a lot of it and, yeah yeah and, and he, he's and very he, young He's very yeah, young. Saying, that very if we young. invest in him he's now, younger than me. Is he? That's young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm also old. <laughs> I mean, you think about the fact that, you know, most quarterbacks, like even Andy Dalton, come out 23, 24 years old, you know? He was and 21. He he's 21. He turned 22 after the season, you know? I mean, so it's like a baby, you know? Uh, Andy Dalton turned that age in his uh, sophomore year, I think. You know, right. I mean, just by, you know. And, and uh, you know, I think that the fact that people are saying a mid-round pick, that's ridiculous. This guy, I, to be honest with you, the fact of the matter is, the, the, you know, yeah, he, he didn't uh, look great his first year, so I guess he's not worth a top 10 first-round pick. I mean, I think he is, but he's not gonna, you're not going to get that for him. That's the but, weird thing about NFL trades, though, because like, yeah, like, we, like we don't, we, I don't think anybody thinks that he's less of a player than he was when he was drafted tenth overall. But I guess because of what happened, that his value Whoa. just. Oh my God! Is that, is that Logan Baker's music? Whoa, Logie B five one three joining the podcast. Did someone say oh, Dalton no, three times finally. fast? Finally, someone to stand up for Dalton with me. When someone says Dalton three times fast, Logie appears. You got to be careful, man. In that hat, too. <laughs> More importantly. Hey, you know, I had to make yeah. sure that my style was meeting the level of everyone else on the pod. You know what I mean? I think you have surpassed us, but, sir. I said, Well, I, I technically required everybody on the show to have a, a tie. But, um, yeah. Well, well, it's all the rule law. I, don't yeah. think my, I don't think a tie would look good with my official Bengals gear. 
Well, no, they, they make Bengals ties. But yeah. So, Logi, we were talking about the fact that, first of all, Andy Dalton is breaking franchise records and he's not getting credit for it. You know? Yeah. Logi, second of all, second of all. fall for him. He's, he, he's got these alternative stats. Be careful. <laughs> Well, most people don't even realize that he did pass Boomer uh, on a couple critical stats last year. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, uh, may I, may I, Logi? May I, um, may I ask which stats? I mean, are we talking about uh, thumb breaking stats or uh, ball dropping stats or choking under pressure stats? I mean, what kind can of I, stats? Can I can I say something, Hoji? You and I remember better than actually the other two uh, people on the show right now how bad both Carson Palmer and Asaisen were towards the end of their Bengals careers. You remember? Sure. Both of them had a tendency to throw to the wrong team. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I Listen, I will, I will never defend Carson Palmer for anything. In fact, if there are things about him that are good, I will not, they will not come on my lips because of the sheer uh, disgust that I have for the way that he dissed our team. And by the way... Enter City, City, yeah. All he wanted to do is stand at the Mike Brown. And, the and, Jeremy, and, and Jeremy Hill, too, by the way. Jeremy Hill, too, you are dead to John. me. Jeremy John. Hill, John. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I just want to say one thing, John. If you throw 20 interceptions and another 20 dropped interceptions and you have two should-be Hall of Famer receivers and your team goes 4-12, and 12, then you have to take some of the blame. That's all I'm saying. Sure, but Carson, I think had I think his intentions were fine. He just wanted Mike Brown to do everything that we want. No, Mike I know, Brown I know, but, but he may, but but he is not a winner. Yes, the Bengals and Mike no. Brown are not winners, but he also it's it's all of them together. He has to accept that. He's been, terrible. Yeah, in the playoffs, you the insult card. me and you insult my team. You insult my whole family. That's true, and and that is family. He, he didn't uh, he didn't deserve garbage thrown on his yard. That was unacceptable. Well, I'm sorry. I apologized. You did the that? facts of the matter are this, guys, yeah, that... Uh, it wasn't he, garbage. It was... He it was gets another maybe he shot. should just have his maid clean it up like he has... Can we everything. stop talking over Logie? <laughs> He's Logie. a snob. He is a snob. Carson Bob. Hey, he is yeah. if Andy gets a sh- another shot this year and people don't go down with injuries at a record-breaking pace for our team... I expect that Andy's going to be firmly statistically now. Whether people care about stats or not, that's you should have you know, done that earlier. Entirely we cared a lot about stats, but he's going to be the second best quarterback. I mean, you can't take away from Boomer or Ken, you know, that they got further. Actually, and that's wait. the big thing, Daddy. For show Logie the stats we had at the beginning of the show. Yeah, Logie. These and, and while you do, points. and while you do, Logie, may I pose a question to you, Logie? Yeah. Okay. So I, I was saying earlier that to me, Zach Taylor's indication that we're going to use Ross Moore is also an indication that we're going to use Dalton less. Because would you agree that Dalton is not good at getting the ball downfield? I would not, actually. Oh, please. Because... Go. I would love to hear more about this. Please, please continue. So I shared an article by, uh, and I'm sorry because I know him mostly by his Twitter handle, uh, uh, John Ross. President of the John Ross Fan Club. Patrick Judas. Uh, yes. Uh, I shared an article that he wrote at the beginning of last season, and he had the same optimism for Andy being able to use Ross as I did when I came and joined you guys last time. Uh, the thing that he pointed out is that even though we all see that Andy struggles in the deep ball, 
when you take the stats and the grades of every quarterback uh, and you combine them together, Andy falls somewhere between third and ninth in the NFL in his deep ball accuracy and his ability to get the ball in his grading of throwing the deep ball, which just sounds off because we see him miss those deep passes. And the thing that people don't really take into consideration is that the best quarterbacks in the NFL aren't the ones who wind up ranking higher than him every year. It's usually the quarterbacks who their teams are really needing to throw the ball down the field. So it kind of draws into question whether the whole deep ball ability is even important. And I don't know if you guys have gotten into the Josh Rosen thing uh, yet. We have. We're (laughs) on the train already. We're heading toward Josh Rosen town. I just saw a bunch of trees pass by. We named them all after Josh Rosen. You guys might be surprised to find out that I'm okay with that. Okay. You know, most well, people I am, think about yeah. I am surprised. But may I, may I comment quickly, Daddy, on, on, on Logie's comments? Logie, I had the feeling, you know, when I used to go to a strange town on my island, sometimes a cab driver would, you'd get in the cab and he'd start driving around and you'd be like, wait a minute, where are we? And then you'd have to pay a lot of fare to get back. I kind of, no offense, I kind of feel like you just took us for a long drive because I felt like you were starting by telling us that, that Dalton can throw it well downfield, but then you ended by telling us that it's not really important that he can't. Because Logie has think eyes. That it's, I think it's the fact that it's hard. It's hard across the entire league. It's and hard to throw downfield. Yeah. And I mean, I we see it thing. in That's Andy, but can do it. he's still one of the better QBs at it in the league every year. Better being think, top third. I think within, within 20 yards, he's, he's good. He's great. But the problem is when you can't, you can't threaten further than that and you can't threaten downfield, the defenses can easily pick up on that, especially toward the latter half of the season when they start picking up on, okay, this ball's not going that far downfield, right? And that's why we, we started out the season so well and ended not so well. That's my reading uh, 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 of Andy Dutton. And I love the man. I, okay, I just want to. I just want to challenge one thing that Logie said. He said Dalton yes. can be the second best quarterback on the roster, and we have a statistical evidence that says he is just about as good as Jeff Driscoll, even better according to some stats. Okay, Danny <laughs> Dalton is clearly the Wait. best quarterback Wait. on the roster. No, no, no. I said oh, he's okay. going to be the second best quarterback in the history of our uh, franchise. The <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Statistically. But, Statistically, he's, he's behind fourth. Ken. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, fourth. so, John, hold on. I, Logie, tell I'm going to have to bring uh, listen, my guys, buddy Andrew Hawkins on here to fight for Andy before me over Paul. Okay, Logie, please, please, look. John made up these stats, okay? Alternative stats. Made up yeah, being the keyword. He didn't make up. He looked up that. That's, that's what I mean. Up. Yeah. He chooses to call them alternative stats because they're different than just touchdown and yards and stuff like that. So let's look at the first one, John. T- tell Logie real quickly. We told the listeners. I, I, I don't see it. I, I see Dalton against Driscoll. Oh, yeah. That's right. Okay. So not this one. You don't so want you guys, You guys, let, I mean, we don't need to keep rehashing old stats. Yeah. Just tell Logie how it is. We have the stats. We cited them earlier. Just tell him what it is. Logie is a man who speaks oh, from the yeah. heart. Speak from your heart is, to Logie. <laughs> yeah, John. <laughs> look. Yeah. Here's the thing, man. The what I wanted to come on and talk to you guys about is like when people were are arguing, oh, we need to bring Rosen in because he's gonna he's gonna be able to do that deep ball. 
has anybody ever looked who's like so on board with this? I think people just heard that we have a realistic possibility of getting another legitimate quarterback and just lost their minds. I like the thought of bringing Rosen in, but for him to learn from Andy's mistakes, because he's very, very similar to Andy Dalton. He has a lot of similarities in his strengths and weaknesses. Look at his, if you go into the NFL.com scouting report, his strengths are intermediate uh, timing and uh, precision based passes, short to intermediate range. Come on, come on, Logan. Have you, have you watched Rosen? I have watched John, 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 why don't you share your alternative stats about uh, the, the analytics of Rosen in college and high school, please? Right. So please. The, the, the good thing that Dalton had as a prospect uh, all those years ago was that he did have solid production at TCU relative to who TCU played at the time. Uh, I believe he was productive <laughs> in high school, too, which has we there is there is actual data backing up that high school production doesn't matter for the quarterback position. But when you look at Rosen, who was only at UCLA for three years, he was drafted at just over 21 years old. He had legitimate high school, Pro Bowl high school production. He had legitimate Pro Bowl college production over the course of the three years that at UCLA. There, there is Pro Bowl potential for Rosen, and Pro Bowl potential is essentially what Andy Dalton reached because I think he made three of them, but he never – essentially eclipsed anything consistently with that because he had that one good year in 2015 that was that was uh, cut short or whatever but also when you look at Dalton th- those pro bowl those pro bowl years the, the the Bengals offense is pretty stacked in most of those years they had great receivers they had a solid offensive line and that's all it's always been like the fe- the, the defense with Andy so you just got to c- keep building around and keep maintaining this this all pro offense around Andy Dalton when in reality most most quarterbacks who are successful now that they, they don't have all those guys healthy. They don't. They all don't have AJ Green's to throw to. They all don't have three to four almost Pro Bowl level offensive linemen. And if you have to c- continue keep keeping that talent all around the quarterback just to prop up the quarterback production, it's almost like you should just find a way to upgrade the quarterback. So you you don't have to invest all of that talent accumulation all over him to make sure that he's perfectly. So here's the that. thing, John. Let me ask you this: You seem to be arguing like i don't like rosen i do like rosen but i never said you that as the host uh yep. Logie, you told me i should take control and, 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 and talk and not talk <laughs> and that's what i'm going to do here so what john is saying is yeah. you said they're similar quarterbacks he's they not talking that you like rosen He's saying it's not really fair to compare them. And I would agree, uh, Logie, because if you watch Josh Rosen, his touch on the deeper throws, if you watch watch how he stands tall in the pockets, um, you know, he's a different type of quarterback. He's just a better thrower of the ball. He, he has better touch. He has better touch on his on his deeper throws. I think he he's the same type of quarterback. He doesn't have to get the ball out immediately to have an impact. He can He can buy time. He can make plays down the field. Uh, I feel like person, if Don feels Daddy the pocket o- break just once, his feet go all wild and he runs to the right and he throws the ball away. That's, I'm that's be honest with what happens. I'm going to be honest with you. If, 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 if Dalton at his peak is what, like a 91 or whatever, Rosen, you know, can be like a 95. I'm saying his peak is going to be is is very 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 higher, 97 even. I mean, this guy. This guy is it, he has all the tools to be a great quarterback. It's just about being in the right situation. Whereas Dalton has all the tools to be a good enough quarterback. So no, everybody's no, assuming that Rosen is going to be able to throw the ball deeper and he's going to be better at moving his feet. Well, that's one of the stated deficiencies, one of the weaknesses listed for him. 
that he can climb the pocket, but if he has to move laterally in the pocket, if he has to go side to side, I just watched all of every, almost every throw that Rosen did last year. And if he has to move side to side, his accuracy suffers. And that was a thing that Andy always struggled with. But Andy but, has the ability to roll out and be accurate. But, 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 but Logie, I, I, I mean, first of all, you know, Rosen is still much younger. Exactly. Indeed. He's, yeah, and that's why he's, I he's 11 years Andy. younger than Dalton. And Dalton has even worse weaknesses to his game at like 32 years old. And Dalton has improved. I mean, let, let's give Dalton credit. Let's not be ungrateful people, because I'm with Logie on this. See, Logie and I have a yeah. lot in common. We're both people of the heart. We don't care about stats. We care about heart. And I'm with you on that, Logie. But let, let's be honest. Dalton Logie, by the way, when you were here, I pointed out, when you were here, I pointed out that Dalton when, is basically indestructible. Uh, he just has what they call the Dalton's thumb. You know, that's the yeah, only he's, he's got He's got persistent thumb like problems, the but it's not that yeah. yeah, it's not that bad. But let me, so, just, yeah. say, let me just say, let me just say, let me just say, as a fan, I am grateful to Andy Dalton for last season because, first of all, we had some awesome games up front and he was winning. He, was, he became a clutch player at the ends of those games. And that was not bad. That was really not bad. So I'm grateful. But what I'm saying is with the new era, Marvin mm-hmm. Lewis is gone and we're going to, and the plan is to use John Ross and go deep. And I just know, I just know whether we like it or not, that Andy Dalton is not going to be a part of that plan for very long, if maybe half a season, but if if but that. That is the topic of the show. So thank you for bringing us back to that, Luigi. But what I want to say to Logie is this. Mm-hmm. Engels interviewed Daniel Jones, okay? Um, now, for those who don't know, who is Daniel Jones? Not good. <laughs> he, he played quarterback. I love you, John. Yeah. So, so what I want to say is this. There are no hot shot prospects in this draft that the Bengals feel crazy about or they don't want to trade up. It's one of those two. At any rate, the fact of the matter is we haven't uh, looked into quarterbacks in the second or third round since Andy Dalton. You know, the, mm-hmm. the last time we even looked into a guy who was more likely to make the team than not was when we drafted A.J. McCarron in 2014. So the Bengals have never seriously thought about the future. Thank you for transitioning to the, the, the A.J. McCarron segment. But they're the doing show. that now. Yeah, they're doing that now, Logie. So what I'm saying is this. You're not going to find a prospect better than Josh Rosen in this draft. That's a fact. I'm sorry, but that's a fact. I'm not uh, next that. Year, yeah, next year maybe. So what I'm saying is... What about Foles? No, Foles is, you know, almost 30. He... Uh, Ford has some really great intangibles and can't whatnot. produce outside of Chip Kelly, or. But I mean, yeah. But you look, but you look at uh, what Josh Rosen brings in terms of arm talent and, and and the smarts and all that. You know, he is a future franchise quarterback if you do the right stuff to build around. And by the way, the Bengals have like five quarterback coaches on their staff, so they are in perfect position to take on a young prospect with a high ceiling and let him develop. And with okay, you have a deal. I'll take Josh yeah. Rosen. Now, how do we get this deal done? How do we sign the paperwork? Well, I, I, I tweeted. You can tweet as well. Commotion for Rosen. I tweeted. You know that. Does, really, does Zach have a? Why does wordy. Zach have a? So, why does uh, Zach have a Twitter? The Bengals company, the, the, the team, because they said that they didn't hire one of the. You know, I don't know what to call them. The lesser candidates like Hugh Jackson, largely because of fan outcry. Like they were inclined towards bringing Hugh Jackson as the head coach or Vance, or one of those guys, but they were afraid for their lives. 
that is what you no they weren't they were afraid for the, they were afraid for their tickets they yeah, knew that yeah. they and their money happen. their money is like their soul really well and, no. Yeah. So that brings up a big concern of mine is that I think that Rosen, because what I'm arguing is that we should bring in Rosen and play him behind Dalton. Well, my concern about just doing that is, is if people get upset when you bring in the young quarterback and then you don't play him because in practice, you see, he's the better quarter that Andy's the better quarterback right now. gives him the chance to win. Are, are the, old McCarron guys going to turn on Zach and this franchise immediately if we yes. bring in Rosen and don't start him? I speak, yeah. I'm the leader of the McCarron guys, and I will turn on him on a, in an instant, on a dime, if he doesn't start Rosen right away. Right, and we know that it turns out now that the reason that they didn't start McCarron was because he wasn't better than Andy. Well, that was and always well, true. Well, but well, this is a matter that could of opinion. Be this is a matter true. of opinion. It, it, won't, it, won't, it won't take long for people to realize that Rosen would be better than Dalton immediately. And I, but, I don't give a crap about Dalton's ego for, for that no, at all. But if not, it makes the team better, yeah, then it makes I mean, the team better. Be Whoever's going to be the best fire. player on Sunday should start. Yeah. yeah this is not the best player. Can I just say... like a young, fire. risky Andy okay. Dalton. No, no, no. May I just point one small thing out? I mean, Rosen already is a starter, right? So... Should he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't in Arizona. Yeah. (laughs) You see, if they if they bring him if they bring him as a starter and then they put him as a backup, that's a demotion. And plus, they have to pay Andy Dalton's uh, you know salary and all that, which they don't need to do. You get you bring your you bring your Rosen in and you save all that money, and he's already been a starter. You can't be like, oh, you were a starter on the Cardinals, but here you're just gonna be backup. That's not gonna happen. It's not like Andy Dalton's that good. you, he could be a backup for Aaron yeah. Rodgers, but he's not going to be a, no, no, a backup for you're Aaron Rodgers. Thinking, no, it's not like that. The NFL, you, you don't have that many opportunities. But here's the reality. Uh, last time we had a quarterback with that, that great of a prospect sit for multiple years, you know, maybe he sit for one year behind Dalton. And I'm fine with that except for one thing. Uh, you know, because you have a guy with a lot of talent sit behind a very conservative system kind of guy like you know Mahomes and Alex Smith it can give them a lot of the things they don't have I like that idea but the problem is we lose the trade value of Dalton you know yeah uh, but the last time we had someone since for multiple years that was a great prospect was Aaron Rodgers behind a Hall of Famer who went to two Super Bowls and won three straight MVPs in Brett Favre so Dalton doesn't have that uh, resume no. No, so no. Dalton like John saying within a year probably by the start of the 2020 season, he would be on the bench or traded or whatever. It would be a Joe Flacco situation, I think. Right. My, I mean, come on. Rosen is a much better my, prospect than Jackson. Much more solid prospect. So what? that's an interesting point because if Rosen's better than all the guys coming out this year and a bunch of them are going to start and he's better than Lamar Jackson, who he got in halfway through the season, then... Is the NFL just setting these guys up for failure? That, they're that's, cheap. That's the nature and so of what they're it getting happened. drafted higher. It, it, the a first round rookie quarterback contract is the most valuable asset in the NFL right now. That's why teams are trade. That's why ninety percent of the quarterbacks who you draft in the first round are end up getting traded up for because they that that it, it's so valuable to have solid quarterback play for 
for less than like you know eight million a year because the market for the quarterbacks is reaching thirty million. That's what Dak Prescott's going to get. That's what Carson Wentz is going to get. And you have to maximize that as soon as possible. That's why you have to play them early as soon as possible as well because as we already talked about, passing efficiency is naturally going up at, at such an advanced rate that you can get great quarterback production from promising young quarterbacks. And the the more you play them, the more you're maximizing that value. Yeah, I mean, let's. Yeah, I agree, John. That's that's a very good point. And let's be honest: if the Cardinals didn't have a fourteen-year-old head coach, um, they wouldn't be making such a uh, irrational, impatient. And we don't know for sure. We don't know for sure. We're just going with the rumors. But if they do trade him for Kyler Murray, uh, it is because they are not a well-run organization. This is not a level-headed move for the reasons John said. And like I said. People forget it was who's going to be over the first overall, Josh Rosen or Sam Darnold for what, John? Months, maybe a year. Yeah, it was before Baker. People woke up on Baker and realized. Yeah, Baker, how Baker's good he was. Great. Yeah, but 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 Baker, you know, you had the traditional scouts had their problems, the height and the attitudes. Stuff and I still do. I still do. I I don't. I'm not. I I like Baker. I think he's fun, but I don't think the fun is going to last for for a decade. You're just saying that because he plays for Cleveland. That's true. <laughs> it is true. It is only, I, can't, I can't believe yeah, we get, we're going to get beat by the Browns next year. It's so sad. Yeah, I really wish we had him on our team. I mean, that guy, his arm. No, I mean, what a little bit more faith. What a slick move that was. Because didn't they, what was the guy they got that was, was beating up his girlfriend in the elevator? What was his name again? The, 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 the Cream Hunt? Guy? Yeah, that was so cheap, man. It was, you know about the conspiracy. Theory. I don't think Dorsey. I don't think Dorsey cares. John Dorsey, the GM for the Browns. I don't think he. I think he has more tolerance for that like stuff than most GMs in the league do. Because he, he Dorsey also drafted Hunt in Kansas City. Yeah, but I mean, you know the conspiracy theory, which is that the whole thing happened in Cleveland. You know the whole story, right? It happened but, in Toledo, right? And I don't know, but the story is somehow that 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 they they wanted him to be like you know released by by. And released and so they could pick him up and then you know i don't know they're gonna be so good we're gonna lose to the yeah, browns like, he, like he released the video or something yeah i don't know i mean that uh, would make him really a next level kind of gm because you do what it takes to get results not just i'm just kidding that's terrible but speaking of results i want to talk about our patreon patreon account now uh we have five patrons five i'm using my ear for the fifth Ooh. finger yeah, we have Andrew Seiler giving us uh, $10 a month, Brian Taylor, $1. Uh, John Harden was giving us way too much money, uh, so he brought that down, thankfully. Uh, Michael Ford, and... <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? I didn't feel right. I didn't feel like, you know... I think we All need right. a lot of patrons giving reasonable amounts. Patronizing us to a reasonable level. Yeah, the patronizing is not the word. Yeah, I can see because you're totally against like things like taxes and public service and things like that. I, I, I yeah. know I can see you being against people giving money to our show, but it's it's made the show better. We have lights, we have puppet, yeah. we have uh, a, a podcast, we have you know staff for guests. Yeah, yeah. I wanna, one we got Logi yeah, here. Tanner Green. Tanner, Are you ready Tanner, for advertisers? Yeah. Tanner Geren. Yeah, man. If you want to, if you want to advertise for something, go for it. Give us a cut. In fact, Logie, how about you plug your business that I ended up being a part of a week ago? Hold on, hold on. Let's set the price. Fifty dollars. Go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I will put it on a tab. Uh, yeah. Um, hopefully, you'll be seeing some uh, headshots from Logie B five one three or Lifebook Logie, which is my uh, photography <laughs> uh, website. 
Um, I decided that uh, I, I love watching John and everything he does, and uh, I would hate for him to have to use a screenshot uh, from his laptop if and when ESPN uh, calls for his interview. So we're trying to work on some headshots for him. Uh, Logie, the... can I? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. can I ask no, you? But, um... but, but let's oh, 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 time out, time out. I don't think he means he loves watching John all the time. No, like, no, to shower, or whatever. He means he he means specifically on this show. Just to clarify, yeah. right, Logie. Hey, Logie. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Please. Logie. May I ask? Every time I take a picture of myself, or someone takes a picture of me, I look both fat and bald. Now, if you take a picture of me, what are you gonna do to make me look? Not those things. I will make you look skinnier using correct yes. angles. And uh, yes. we'll just go ahead and get a nice tight crop uh, to eliminate all that baldness. This, this, oh, man, you're hired. You're going to take my, 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 I want you to take my next glamour shot. Because I'm, I mean, I'm going to use it for a lot. I'm, I'm trying to get married again. I want to go on a lot of dating sites. Well, you know that celebrity headshots are the way of getting into the business. So who's a bigger celebrity than Hoji the Electric Smoji? I'm, I mean, I know that was a rhetorical question, but let me answer it. No one. That's yeah. Right. But, Logie, I just want to say oh, this very The $50 was per 30 seconds. So we're just going to... You, know, <laughs> you just got charged like $200, Logie. Be careful with um, this guy. This guy... Can I offer free headshots? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, those technically would be uh, more advertising because we were promoting your, you know what I'm saying? Like we take using those pictures would help your business just skyrocket, right? The, you, Logie, I'm afraid you're dealing with the man who, who gave birth to capitalism in a way. He is the spirit of capitalism right here talking yeah. to you. What is it? Why did we come to this country then? I'm, I'm very. He, he, sle he sleeps, honestly, I've seen it. The covers for his bed are all Monopoly stuff. The man is 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 the most capitalistic, uh, greedy person I've ever I've ever met. A lot, lot of lot of get out of jail for free cards in there. Yeah. Well, then he should understand the value of cross promotion and synergy. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I understand. That's why I gave you the price, baby. Valuable, <laughs> very valuable. Look, well, guys. I'm yes. going to jump off here because I got to go be a dad, but uh, okay. I appreciate you letting me come Mwah. on. And, uh, love you. We love you, Rogi. Love I you and we love Andy Dalton. All of you guys proving me wrong on Twitter a uh, hundred times over. Okay, man. All right. I'll see you, and also on this show. See you later. See you, man. Okay, bye. All right. Well, any final comments, guys? Should we wrap this one up? Yeah, let's wrap it. Yeah. Dalton's average. He's average in Bengals history. He's average in the NFL. And a team should definitely trade a third-round pick for Josh Rosen pretty pretty unanimously. Listen, Zach Taylor is young. He's, he's, he belongs to the year of the pick. Uh, he, he's not, I repeat, not sincere when he says he likes Andy Dalton on the roster. No matter what we do, young people make changes quickly. He's not going to be, he doesn't want to be patient with an old veteran who's below mediocre. And he doesn't, he's not like, like Marvin Lewis. He hasn't fallen for the for the nonsense, he knows he can tell you know what's good and bad, and he and he he wants a a a, a an aggressive offense, and he wants a raw centered offense. So listen, whatever we say doesn't matter. Dalton is well, gone now. He might not on, be gone. On, he might not be gone at the beginning of the year, but it's going to be gone toward the middle, if not. I, th I think maybe maybe twenty twenty. But one thing I want to say is some of the stuff we've been hearing coming out of Cincinnati. We don't know if it's true, but like Alex Redman, Bobby Hart, maybe this is stuff. You know, the mediocrity and the, 
you know, being content with mediocrity, maybe this is bigger than the coaching staff we bring in. You don't say. Yeah. You, 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 mean, don't, always, you don't think the big problem is the owner. That's I shocking. Me. John, that is the one thing I've been negative about since the beginning. Is is, this is new to me. I, I didn't know that the Bengals had a crappy owner. No, they do. He's, oh, okay. he's not crappy. He's a little too cheap. A little too cheap. You want to be cheap, but not too cheap. He's, he's too pretty cheap. cheap. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, listening to us. And thank you to our patrons. And you can go to patreon.com. Uh, DH Sports, something in that order. You can just look us up. It's in the uh, link. Also, please subscribe and the five star reviews for the podcast. Sorry if I speak when I speak on iTunes and Podbean. That is it. We will see you next time. Sweetie, bye. bye.